Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Today on the newscast, breaking news. The U.S. and France intercept a massive Iranian weapon shipment bound for Yemen. Plus, Israel carries out airstrikes against Hamas in Gaza. And the Iranian regime officially blames Israel for those drone strikes last weekend and is vowing retaliation. Get all the breaking details next. Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We've got three major stories that we are following for you today, Thursday, February 2nd. So let's get right into it. We will start in Gaza, where overnight the Israeli Air Force carried out strikes against Hamas targets. Now, the reason they did that is because a rocket was launched from Gaza into southern Israel, in particular at the town of Sterot which lies about two miles from the Gaza border. Now, if you watch the newscast on a regular basis, you know that Sterot is a place that is near and dear to my heart. I've spent a lot of time there over the years documenting the resilience of the residents of Sterot who are just trying to live their lives in the face of constant rocket barrages out of Gaza. Once again, last night, Sterot targeted. One woman was injured as she was running to a bomb shelter in Stayrote. The sirens were going off, of course. I've been inside those bomb shelters in Stayrote in the past. I also had to take cover in the fall of 2018 while we were conducting a Watchman production in Stayrote. And folks, I can tell you, the bus stops in that town double as bomb shelters. So it could be a very harrowing experience for men, women, and children in the town of Stayrote. They faced it once again last night. Thankfully, there were no serious injuries, but the Israeli Air Force did respond rapidly. Remember, Hamas rules Gaza with an iron fist. And although neither Hamas or Palestinian Islamic Jihad, Hamas's fellow Iranian proxy, which also operates inside Gaza, neither of them claimed responsibility for this rocket launch, Israel rightly holds Hamas responsible for any kind of threat that emanates from the Strip. So the Israeli Air Force struck some Hamas targets inside Gaza, including reportedly a missile production facility and also another weapons depot. And they apparently left an impression on Hamas and made a dent in Hamas's weapon-making capabilities at least for one night. Now, this follows about a week ago, as we reported here in the newscast, Several rockets launched out of Gaza against Israel. Things had been relatively calm uh, over the past few months, but that changed last week. The Israeli Air Force responded uh, to those rocket launches as well. And something to note here that I think is pretty important, folks, as the Israeli Air Force was conducting these strikes overnight, there were 12 more projectiles launched out of Gaza. Not all of them were rockets, Some of it was anti-aircraft fire. You have to believe that the Iranian regime 
is supplying Hamas with different kinds of weapons, including more advanced uh, anti-aircraft weapons. So that was also something the IDF, the Israeli Air Force, was dealing with last night. Before we move on, the big question, and this was the question in the title of today's newscast, will this lead to a broader conflict? Two things to remember here, folks. Number one, the last time Israel and Hamas went toe-to-toe, in a major way, was May 2021. That was an 11-day war. And Israel, according to the Israel Defense Forces, they made a major impact in terms of weakening Hamas's military and terror infrastructure in Gaza. Israel says that Hamas is still licking its wounds from that last conflict, and that was nearly two years ago. So Hamas has been regrouping and rebuilding during that time frame. Number two, In August 2022, as we documented here in the newscast on a daily basis at the time, Israel and Palestinian Islamic Jihad had a a major flare-up as well, and Islamic Jihad took some lumps there too. What I'm saying is this, the Gaza terror groups have been steadily and busily rebuilding their arsenals. Are they ready to go toe-to-toe once again with Israel? Do they really want that now? That's something to keep in mind. It's always possible. The Middle East today, in particular, Gaza is an absolute tinderbox, and anything can spark a larger confrontation, which brings me to my second point, Jerusalem. Everything going on atop the Temple Mount. Hamas has portrayed itself as the defender of the Al-Aqsa Mosque atop the Temple Mount, and that's why that May 2021 war was launched, by the way, because Hamas accused Israel of defiling the Al-Aqsa Mosque. Now, we've been documenting here in the newscast over the past few months how things are really heating up atop the Temple Mount, especially with this new Israeli government uh, led by Benjamin Netanyahu. Members of his government are saying, hey, the Jewish people prayed atop the Temple Mount where both Jewish temples once stood as laid out in the Bible. We prayed there 3,000 years ago, and you're telling us we can't pray there today? That doesn't seem right, and people want to change that so-called status quo. There is a groundswell for that in Israel, and Hamas doesn't like it very much. So you could have a collision course there, folks. Uh, By the way, speaking of staying tuned, and I mentioned a few times we reported previously on certain topics, don't miss any newscast. Make sure to subscribe to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube. Click the notification bell, give us a thumbs up, and hey, you will get notifications every time a new video is posted. Again, on a daily basis, folks, we are documenting everything going on for you, chiefly in the Middle East and revolving around Israel, but also Russia, China, Latin America. We've got you covered there, so be sure to join us shoulder to shoulder as watchmen and women on the wall for such a time as this, and hit that subscribe button. Okay, the second story that we wanted to tell you about a massive Iranian weapon shipment traveling from Iran to Yemen. Surprise, surprise, home of the Iran-backed Houthi rebels. Now, the U.S. and France, both part of CENTCOM, uh, led this interception of this Iranian vessel. It was intercepted in the Gulf of Oman. And folks, it was carrying quite a stash, again, bound for the Houthis, at least 3,000 rifles, almost 600,000 rounds of ammunition and 23 anti-tank missiles all aboard this ship traveling from Iran to Yemen. Now, 
things have been quiet in Yemen over the past few months. There has been a ceasefire there. Remember, those Iran-backed Tutsi rebels have been waging war against against a Sunni Arab alliance led by Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. In 2022, certainly, we documented many times here in the newscast how the Houthis were launching drones and ballistic missiles out of Yemen into Saudi Arabia and even into the UAE on a regular basis. Things were getting very nasty there, folks, with the full backing of the Iranian regime. But we have the ceasefire now, yet when weapons like this are flowing from Iran into Yemen, or at least there was an attempt to send those weapons, that spells trouble. And that spells a ceasefire that may not be long for this world. It shows you once again how the Iranian regime is the head of the snake when it comes to regional terror. Not only the Houthis in Yemen, but we're talking Gaza as well, right? Hamas, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, Iranian proxies, Hezbollah in Lebanon, those various Shia militias in Iraq and Syria. What is the one factor that they all have in common? They are all sponsored, armed, funded, trained by the Iranian regime. A smoking gun, no pun intended, with the interception of this latest weapon shipment. Last point about Iran before we go. Uh, the Iranian regime, you got to chuckle at this one, folks, wrote a letter to the UN. It was apparently delivered today. And in this letter, they accused Israel of carrying out that drone strike last weekend in the Iranian city of Isfahan. We reported again on the newscast all about that and the fallout from that. Uh, they are blaming Israel for striking this what appears to have been a missile factory, by the way, uh, in Isfahan. And they accused Israel in this letter to the UN of terrorism, but, which isn't a surprise. But the main thing to remember here, the big takeaway as we go, is Iran said they reserve the right to retaliate against Israel. So folks, fasten your seatbelt. We've seen this many times, that kind of tit for tat between Israel and Iran. And Iran would love to strike inside of Israel, of course, but many times what the Iranian regime does is look for softer targets worldwide. Say, and God forbid, we pray that nothing like this happens, but in the past, Iran's MO has been to target Israeli embassies or consulates in various countries, perhaps a Jewish community center, synagogue. Again, we pray for God's hedge of protection over all of these Israeli and Jewish facilities around the world right now, because that is certainly uh, one potential way the Iranian regime could go as it looks to retaliate. Folks, keep it all in prayer. Again, hey, be sure to subscribe here in the news channel. I also want to mention we're active on every social media platform, including Instagram. You can follow us there at eric.stackelbeck. We've got some Instagram lives lined up uh, in the coming months. I think you're going to like what we're going to be doing in Instagram, also Facebook, Twitter. So we're bringing you content on all platforms because the Middle East never sleeps and we want to keep you up to speed. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.